0: Welcome to the Xenothesis podcast. In this episode, episode 60, we're covering chapters 5 and 6 from part 2 Exile of book 3 Imago of the Xenogenesis trilogy by Octavia E. Butler. And I am joined, as always, by my co host,
1: Michael glinka Hello, everyone. How are you doing, Richard?
0: I'm good, thank you, Michael. It's been. Uh, A bit of an interesting week. I've been moving, uh, moving countries, uh, but uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Honestly, I admire you.
1: You literally just jump in straight in recordings after moving. You know, it was like a few days ago. It's
0: it's, it's about a week now, so I, I, yeah, yeah, uh, still need some improvement to the sound treatment of the space. But other than that, we're good.
1: (laughs) We'll manage. If you hear some cars passing by, it's it's unfortunate effect for the first recording, but I'm sure the next one it'll be better. We'll fix that. Yeah, absolutely. And also the magic of, you know, software. We can always get rid of those noises <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Um, so should we uh, jump straight into what you were predicting for Chapter 5?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I was thinking that, you know, as Eros Metamorphosis continues, you know, Jodas will be traveling more and more out. Letting himself, you know, uh, let itself to maybe meet humans, and it's I don't know, new some grotesque form as he tends to as it tends to uh, change into, you know, the
0: yeah. Is it still wandering around as a swamp monster? Yeah,
1: basically, you know, from the black lagoon, it's just like mm, maybe this time it's even worse. But and actually, probably it is pretty worse.
0: Well, yeah. No, so we, we we'll get to that. Yeah, get to that. <laughs> so yeah, let's
1: get to the chapter five summary.
0: Yeah, that's um, yeah, uh, pretty accurate, I think. Uh, yeah. As a prediction.
1: Yep. So, um, basically, it's been 11 months since the last chapter. Um, Aeiris Metamorphosis has been continuing and joda has been basically running away more and more um, because it was mm. scared, you know, going back to the ship. And, in fact, because of uh, um, it's been so, you know, away for so long, for longer and longer periods away from its family, um Started to look for some human contact, and uh, Hmm. it's finally enough. Obviously, uh, Jodas in its um, wisdom or its uh, started changing, camouflaging itself to uh, match the environment and skins the colors darkened to easily to blend easier in the shadows of the forest, uh, like a ninja. That's not sinister at all. Yeah, that's not scary (laughs) at all. But yeah, like you know, Jodas would go around and find humans, observe them. If they were too dangerous, it would try to avoid them. Once some people tried to stalk it, but J- uh, Jodas' skills were too good and it blended too well with flora so and the fauna. So you know, mm-hmm. it's literally yeah. perfectly yeah. a perfect example of uh, a stalker. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> in here. Yep, It's... uh yeah, I think it once gets these sort of stalking tables turned on it briefly, but yeah, otherwise it seems to be the one doing the stalking. <laughs>
1: Basically. Uh, so mm. the story of the chapter begins with Jodas starting to feel the physical pain from lon- from loneliness. It was time for it to go back to its family, as Aeor probably was on the last steps of metamorphosis. But it didn't want to go because Jodha, if Jodas arrived, obviously, and Aeor was done mm. with uh, its metamorphosis, that meant it was time for them to go to the ship. But to its surprise, um, at that point, uh, as you know, we was pondering that, um, it sensed two humans nearby its camp. They smelled very strange, wrong, injured, armed, but something in their bodies was really unsettling. Hmm. <laughs> at the time, Jada's body was covered in fingernail-sized overlapping scales. It was, it body was also inclined to be quadrupedal. uh, But Jodas resisted that, as opposing thumbs were superior to clawed forefeet. I mean, honestly, at this point, Mm -hmm. Jodas, what the hell? Like, it's, oh, I want to, you know, get closer to humans, and I look like a nightmare monster.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the image I got here, I I wrote down in the notes, is, I think it's like a giant pangolin, maybe, with like a human face and hands. Oh, God, you know what? Which, (laughs) you say that,
1: and I I can imagine it. It actually fits perfectly to, to, to it like it's just that pangolin <laughs> had those like really cute claws but then imagine a thumb like a sore thumbs sticking out to yep. the sides it's like yep
0: and not like the pointy nose but like you know kind of flat a face. flat human <laughs> face <laughs> thing yes <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no oh, yeah. yeah that's an image of a mm. nightmare mm. so yeah as the humans um the <laughs> others closer and closer it worked hard to change the feature of its face to be less frightening
0: what it press X to doubt? It's
1: like it's like literally imagine of the X Men, uh one of the characters girl, I can't remember the character's uh, name, but the one that, that's blue that can metam- change into... Uh...
0: Uh, um, yeah, uh, what's her name? I
1: can't remember, honestly. Mm, yeah. But you yeah. know what I mean, like, uh, but it's yeah, just no a one. much yeah. slower process Gentleman's and also character. much more disturbing, I would say, just like, you know, just this things falling off him and stuff like that, because obviously, you know, it's, it's mm. like fingernails, so probably just, it's not going to be absorbed, it's just going to fall off or something, it's just
0: ugh. Yeah, it's a lot more kind of biologically realistic, which is often, you know, (laughs) grim. (laughs) Yeah. Oh dear. So Mm. yeah,
1: Jodas didn't have time to change the body back to normal, but at least the scales maybe would look uh, like some weird clothing. Mm, Sure. Mm. 100%, Jodas.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: As the humans were approaching slowly, Jodas tried to lure them with food. It baked tubers that Lilith used to call applesauce fruits.
0: Um, it's interesting. Uh, some mutant fruits, yeah, from basically the, uh, from the uh, the radiation of the war.
1: <laughs> yeah. As Jodas broke one, one of the humans let out a uh, let out a moan from hunger. Just saying. Um, just called them out eventually in few languages, letting them know that it means no harm. If they wanted the food, was there, was there. Um, what that frightened the humans uh, a bit because Jolis could hear their heartbeat accelerate. So um, it decided to put the foot down on a platter made from a large uh, leaf and lie down far away enough to not be a threat. The Onkali mm. slept when they needed to rest, but it didn't have to happen every night. Sometimes they could lie down to preserve energy and made them look like look dead, according to Lilith and Tino.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that they kind of... Uh, so there's this little section in here where... Joras is um like speaking in a bunch of different languages and then it uh like notices from their physiological responses you know like they, they tense up more or pay more attention when it's speaking in spanish yeah. and and then it proceeds to continue speaking in spanish as like, if, if that happened and i was like you know hidden and uh, didn't think whomever was speaking could like know where I was I'd be freaked the fuck out right because it's like hang on a second how does it know that I'm speak that I speak Spanish right? yeah honestly the, this the, is a big red flag
1: yeah like the fact that it <laughs> noticed that I'm there and then spoke some yeah. several languages and then suddenly speaks the language that I can speak
0: mm. mm-hmm. So I'm I'm now very insecure about the quality of my hiding space <laughs> is what I'm saying
1: <laughs> and very insecure about the person who is able to distinguish what languages I can speak, even without seeing me speak or hearing me speak. Nice. Well done. But yeah, but even then, even then, the first one to come out was a male. Um, Judas could sense that the man was planning to just grab the food and run. But the moment Judas saw him, its plans changed. And here's a part of from the book um, describing the man, he was diseased, his face was half obscured by large growth. He wore no shirt and I could see that his back and chest were covered with tumorous growths, large and small. One of his eyes was completely covered, the other seemed endangered. If the facial tumour continued to grow, he would soon be unable to see. The man was sick and no uloi would let something like this go. I mean,
0: yeah. Although it, it's like okay, Noah Ulay will let this gr- go, but then the immediate approach that uh, Jordas takes here is, you know, grabbing him. Yeah. <laughs> which, it's like you, you, you trap him with some some you know nice baked potatoy apple things, and then you know leap out and grab him. That's yeah. You're going to make a great first impression.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like. Yeah, just trap me like a rat. Why don't you? And then it literally uh, yeah. is okay. like you put some yeah.
1: food out and just like, yep, you're mine, baby. You're mine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really have like an, an. I'm gonna offer to to heal you between equals vibe. It has a like. Oh, this poor rat has a broken leg. I'm gonna trap it and take it to the vet's vibe. It's
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not as you said. As you wrote in notes, it's like it's not really an assistance between equal people, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's a fascinating. But yeah, as Richard said, you know, the moment the man was too focused on food, Jodas basically was already there beside him, and um, before the man could realize, and by the time he did, the woman was already aiming her gun. But Judas put the man between them, them, between him and the the woman, so they do it wouldn't be shot. While the man was surprised and started to think of plan to get free, Judas was already probing him to understand what's wrong. And it found it was genetic disorder. If let free, the man would have the bones in his face, um, in his face and body fused. He already was deaf in one ear. Um, he would be completely deaf soon. Blind as well. He had tumor. Uh, like growths all over the body, his bones were fusing, and he couldn't move his right arm and neck well. Eventually, the man would die very quickly. But even without continued tumor growth, he would die in just a few decades. He was genetically programmed to use himself to, uh, up obscenely quickly.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's. it's bit of an odd condition seems like maybe some uh, unspecified form of head and neck cancer but it's got like skin and bone
1: i feel like it's, it's more yeah. of like accelerated tissue growth like um having um not even maybe bone but i would say probably you know like mesenchymal like fibroblast cells you know laying down mm. extracellular matrix and basically that causing you know eventually uh oste- you know uh, calcification of the on the neck and then the growths could be potentially just the cells growing growing and laying down the matrix for more cells to grow on type of thing
0: mm-hmm. okay yeah Yeah. Good.
1: but yeah it's quite weird because it affects basically it's just the growth that's indicating uh, causing the issue right it's hard to tell
0: yeah that's a it's a weird one mm. <laughs> i don't think it fits cleanly into any uh it's like straightforward cancer diagnosis of of the sort that we would <laughs> potentially encounter. In yeah. Although it'll human be physiology,
1: yeah, it'll be interesting. Maybe there is a condition like that, but um,
0: maybe. Yeah, yeah. interesting to. I don't know. We're, neither of us are MDS. We have to. Nope. We have to consult. <laughs> yeah, we have to consult.
1: We don't no. Don't take our advice on anything because we have no clue what we're talking about. Unless it's about specifically parts of science that we are specialists about. <laughs> yeah and even then don't listen to us um but yes how was it possible that there was a human out there with such a condition all of the humans were examined by the Uloi and treated for any defects slowing the aging and strengthening the body's resistance against diseases it was a shock for jodas um so Jodas spoke gently to the man telling him that what will eventually happen to him and that it can help him only if his friend doesn't shoot him the man initially thought uh, uh, for asking why would jodas help them to which does told him that why would he suffer if it can help? Eventually the man promised to stay and listen to what Jodas has to say, although in reality it was a lie to just run. But Anonkali can tell if someone is lying, and that made the situation even more, mm-hmm. because Jodas admitted that, like, I know you're lying. Um, eventually the woman yeah. moved out and said that, you know, she won't shoot if Jodas lets the man go. Before he did, though, he asked the man to move his neck to the man's surprise. Jodas has healed his neck enough for it to be able to move around. I... Honestly, at this point, I'm a bit um, confused with the speed of the, like, regeneration that Jodas is capable of doing. It's too fast. Yeah, it
0: does seem a bit... um, There's definitely, yeah, some some liberties taken with timescales on certain of these points, especially the stuff involving bones.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because I generally like, when the man had lost his leg and Jodas basically made it to, like, disintegrate and detach and then regrow within a month, like a bone fusion when you break your bone takes around four to six weeks Mm. a growth of the
0: bone i I can i I can kind of i mean like the month-long time span if there's some you know accelerated process going on i can almost buy but the one where it's like you know he's grabbed this guy and uh, and then he's managed to defuse a bit of bone in his neck within like moments of having grabbed him that seems like a a more implausible timeline yeah it, than unless the, the month-long leg regrowth <laughs> i
1: mean unless i mean if we can be like trying to explain it i would say maybe the bone fusion wasn't complete and basically there was just extra growth that he uh but it mm. basically stimulated the cells to sort of st- like break enough so that it can move enough like mm. it wasn't perfect but yeah, i don't
0: know yeah, i suppose we, we can get to a uh yeah, it, 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 it's you know close enough that we can probably hand wave it away without. Yeah, yeah, I would say that
1: probably is <laughs> reasonably enough that maybe the condition wasn't as bad yet. But, mm. but yeah, that surprised both of them that the fact that the man could move his leg and he he would not stop because he forgot how good it is to do so. Um, here's an excerpt from the book. Does it hurt? No, it just feels normal. I had forgotten how it fea- felt to move this way. I let him go and spoke softly. Perhaps when you've been, been blind for a while, you will forget how it feels to see. The man...
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, nothing specific, just... Yeah, that's <laughs> a, uh, uh, an interesting comment. Mm. Uh,
1: uh. The man asked how Jodas who he is. Uh, so our Uloy explained. It surprised them that had skills, but Jodas said it didn't look like this usually. <laughs> Lol. If the man decided mm. to stay, Jodas <laughs> will start looking like them eventually. Jodas told them, that, told them that if they stay, he will be healed, the man will be healed. The woman, though, interfered and said that even though the growths can, growths can be cut, they will return. It's genetical. And Jodas said, yes, it knows, but it can fix that. They couldn't understand. They asked for the Uloys name again and they introduced themselves Thomas and Jesusa. When they asked Jodas how it did it, uh, how it did and what it did to Thomas. Sorry, then they asked Jodas how it did, did, did what it did to Thomas. Jodas went and built up the fire and all of them sat around it. The siblings started eating the tubers, which was the first time for them to eat even uh, eat them, even though the tubers were all around the jungle. They seemed to be not from around here and maybe from the mountains nearby. Um, Jodas asked again if they allow it to heal them, because it will fuse again, the bones will fuse again, and the other symptoms will get much worse. Why do you say he'll go blind over death? Jesus demanded. He may not, you don't know. Of course it knew. It read, your ge- it read It uh, the man's genetic code. If it, it knew that there was a point in the man's life that he could see and hear properly. And our Uloi can bring that back. Jesus asked why it, want to help two ra- it wants to help two random strangers. Jodas was lonely, and when it saw that the state they were in, it needed to help. Its whole existence was there to help and heal. It was an Uloi, and it needed to do it. That surprised the siblings. They star- stared at Jodas in terror. They must have heard stories of about Uloi. They thought Though that Uloi had four arms. And yes, that's correct uh, for adults, Jod explained. Two strength arms and two sensory arms. But Jodas wasn't fully adult yet, a sub adult. Not an adolescent because teenage ca- teenagers can reproduce but while it can't.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because we get a bit of a, a mixed response to the Uloi thing. Right? Initially, uh, when it says it's an Uloi, their response is kind of muted. Um, at least that's what it says in the text. But then they're also wary of it. So it's a bit of a they, you know, they're, they're less disturbed than some of the other resistors might have been, but still a bit on edge. I think so because initially
1: Uloi. um Jodas didn't say that the he it's an uloy. It just said that it's mm. capable of healing them, right? But then when it specified that it's an uloy, that's when uh this, the it's said, said the word uloy, then that's when they were like oh shit, right? This is uh not good. And
0: I, th- I thought even after it said Uloi initially they were a bit. I I, I remember the the impression that Jordas had was that they were less um, less alarmed by it being an Uloy than it might expect from other yeah resistors. yeah yes so yes was, yeah that yeah.
1: respect even yeah. though they are like oh, oh oh wow okay but then it yeah. still wasn't as bad as the other uh, humans the resistors
0: mm, and, and we have this uh, the you know sub adult Uloy concept where they kind of have very adolescent behavior and psychology but not sexually mature yet (laughs) yeah as we've said before it doesn't quite map exactly but it's
1: uh, but then again it's different species i I guess so
0: uh exactly although i suppose uh, maybe they have like a um a, a practice phase where they um they have the behavior and psychology of the adults but not quite actually the ability to follow through on the reproductive bit I mean, which uh, I suppose might be useful, right? <laughs> I mean, Akin,
1: Akin was perfect example of that. You know, our boy exactly. walking around breaking hearts in different villages, and then you know.
0: <sighs> I could see a um uh, a potential sort of selective advantage in that when it comes to uh a species that's um like high investment in offspring, right? When it, when there's yeah. a high um high stakes component of mate choice right you could potentially select for a uh, a non-fertile phase where you're uh, finding or, or uh, experimenting with finding suitable partners mm. but not yet actually able to reproduce <laughs> so that you don't end up uh, 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 stuck in that uh, particular trap but that doesn't also square terribly well with the Uloy mating psychology which seems to be um, well I suppose we don't know yet what it's like once they're adult, right? Yeah. It could be that the subadults adults are super kind of promiscuous in their interests, but but then again, they also seem very still capable of of binding the the partners that they find to them indefinitely, right? So it's a bit of a contradiction there. If it was... Uh, sort of they're marking some, the like, expo- potential
1: partners with the pheromones. Yeah,
0: yeah. I suppose it's kind of a competitive element to that where they're them yeah
1: because they're all as mm-hmm. you know in the earliest chapters when like joda spent some time with some humans obviously other uh, uloi were really unhappy to um touch them for yes. any longer period of time than necessary because they felt the repulsion type of so thing so
0: it would de- it would depend on how readily the Uloy themselves are then able to switch between partners, right? So they might, they might screw yeah. over the partners in their attachment, but so, if, if they themselves are not overly invested in it and can switch to a better partner uh, from a genetics perspective, then that would, uh, that would make sense but them themselves being overly attached wouldn't really add up.
1: So this is a confu- I think conflicting part in the book unless I'm misunderstanding something because in the previous chapters um Jodas was like oh it was very apprehensive when Nikanj was touching um the humans that it was in- that Jodas interacted with previously for a prolonged period of time obviously because for months and then the reason why was because there's the fear that an adult Oloy can steal the humans, the, the potential partners from them. But we mm. know that adult Oloy, after they go during this, uh, in the case of Nikanj, for example, Lilith, obviously, and uh, he already had, uh, Nikanj already had um, a potential family. And at the moment it became an adult, it already made a family unit. So... Mm-hmm. And they stayed together, right? And the Uloi don't change family units, so that's, that's there's a conflicting information here.
0: Yeah, so the sort of evolutionary psychology logic doesn't quite pan out. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, so I could see it working. So if if you if from the Uloi perspective, you're in the subadult phase and you have a kind of like promiscuous phase where you're trying to find potential partners, mm-hmm. but there's competition with other uloys in that same same phase, and potentially any unpaired adult uloys, mm-hmm. right? So you'd, it would be in your interest to make any partners uh, that you have as pr- prospective uh, you know, uh, members of a reproductive unit uh, repelled by others. Yes, um, but it would also make sense for you to be able to swap to mate switch if you found a better prospect, right? So it's uh, the the psychology of the uloi being super attached to a given pair mm-hmm. and not switching doesn't quite uh, add up. I suppose we did, we've not really seen that scenario yet, so we don't know exactly yeah. what that looks like. Yeah. Um, but I think I think the logic there does make sense for the most part, um, and yeah, actually, yeah, I think that adds up actually. Yeah, I mean, it, you wouldn't need to be repelling the adult Uloi too much if they're already, you know, committed to a to a pair, but I suppose it depends, you know, you wouldn't be able to know that, right? If 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 you're you are you would still want to repel any unpaired yeah. adult Uloi. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it works. Okay.
1: Maybe. Hmm. Well, continuing on. So Jesusa was not sold about Jolas. It could feel her apprehension, so it quickly changed the topic about showing them tomorrow morning how and where to find food around the area. They also asked if they sleep on the bare ground or will they make pallets for themselves. It seems that the man can't see well. um, Barely, actually, in fact. And it was already dark, so Jodas asked them for the machete to help them out. After a brief moment, the man handed the machete against Jesus's... uh, um, uh, uh,
0: yeah, she was um, not too pleased with that yeah, decision, I think.
1: Jodas went to work to make them some sleeping arrangement. Jesus asked him why he didn't make bedding for itself after it came back, but Jodas said it was useless. No bugs would bother it, not even the st- stinging ones. The chapter yeah. ends with. Uh, Although the, the,
0: mm-hmm. I quite. Uh, one bit there was that uh, Tomas was like, Can you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm totally with you there yeah uh, absolutely built built in bug repellent yes please yes
1: exactly <laughs> yeah. the chapter ends with jesus and thomas eventually falling asleep Jodas was craving for the touch but it knew it couldn't force them but eventually it needed to touch them to fix their genetic disorder and that's where it all ends chapter five ends mm-hmm. but yeah it's just a pretty crazy fact that you know luck be it for uh, jodas to f- meet two people who are so to have such a genetic disorder that and it wasn't fixed
0: yeah so this is uh, it's interesting that they've kind of fallen through the the cracks right of the the Orancali, mm-hmm. uh attention right they they've not found and fixed them so uh, how's that happened
1: exactly so uh, mm. so yeah let's get to chapter 6 prediction i
0: guess uh yes, well, I, I, uh-huh. oh, there was one thing that I think oh. I, I remembered something I was going to mention, which was just that uh, when when uh, Jodas uh, meets uh, these two, it says um, that its appearance will change to be more like them. Yeah, um, uh, as though this is reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, so you you're greeted by the, the you know the the Pangolin human hybrid. And then it says, don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll look a lot more human in a few days. It's like, great, yeah, okay. <laughs> cool.
1: I'll just slowly <laughs> start moving backwards, no reason. I've, I left something in my car and just basically book it as fast as you can.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: honestly, I, I Jodas literally needs to learn.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those, like, I, I can kind of, like, from inside Jordas' perspective, I can kind of get how that might sound like or seem like a reassuring thing to say, but also, you know, you take the outside view and it's just very much not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, let's get to the sixth prediction. So, here it is. New companions, Thomas and Jesusa. Uh, But the question is, will they accept Jodas' help or run away from him? And I honestly was Mm. really split on this because I felt, obviously, Thomas was like, yeah, bloody hell, like, you know, I can move my neck, please fix me. Mm. Whereas uh, Hazusa was like, "Uh, I don't like this, quite rightly so.
0: Mm. We
1: should book it as soon as possible, right? And I felt that, I wasn't sure, but I was inclined more that Thomas would um, convince Jesus to stay with them, uh, with uh, Jodas, and you know, for for the sake for uh, them to being he- healed.
0: Hmm. Okay, yeah. So it kind of kind of went the other way.
1: Yeah, it went the other way yeah, this time. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. hey, ma- a man okay. can hope for our boy, but <laughs> oh well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's get to chapter six, I guess. Um, Mm-hmm. so the ch- well, the chapter starts with them running away, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so Thomas didn't want to go, as I said, but Jesus eventually made mm-hmm. him join her. Jodas waited until the it couldn't see them and then got up to follow them, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> I just ten out of ten <laughs> would stop them again, <laughs> um. <laughs> It would stay away f- enough from them, but be close enough to learn about them. It would follow them most of the day where was uh, what whatever was driving the siblings to move. It was powerful enough to only stop them for a for a short period of time to rest. They had some metal hooks at some point to the the you know found out they did, and they did some fishing with those and while they were cooking, mm. a discussion started.
0: A brief brief comment there <laughs> of the. <this. laughs> Jordan found the smell of the fish cooking very unpleasant. Yeah. Which, which yeah, always brings me to, the, you know, like, people warming up fish in, like, a, an office Oh, God. Oh, me. yes. <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> this felt like an, an insert of, like, you know, someone who's had experience of people cooking fish in a public <laughs> <Yes>. place.
1: <laughs> Octavia Butters, like, like, it's a little, like, you know, very passive-aggressive note, probably, you know, had someone <laughs> close to her be like, stop cooking those bloody fish. Three o'clock in the morning.
0: <laughs> mm, yep.
1: But yes, uh, they were as they were cooking, uh, a discussion started. It seemed that they were trying to avoid Jodas tra- uh, trailing them and to go back to where they originally came from. Thomas was really against it. He didn't want to go back to their village. It also was also a shame that they didn't stay long enough with Jodas to learn about the food in the forest. Um, He's a a uh, piece from the book, paragraph from a book. At least there will be fewer insects when we get home. They'll separate us. Jesus became grim again. They'll make me marry Dario. He has a smooth face. Maybe we'll have a sm- we'll have mostly smooth-faced children, she sighed. You'll choose between Vrida and Alma. Alma, he said wearily. She wants me. How do you think she'll like leading me around? How will we speak to one another when I'm deaf? The man got angry when Jesus told him not to think about it. How could he not? When the illness was already affecting him they seem to come from a village with an elder who was indeed affected by onkali um because in their conversation yeah. it says like oh it's a smooth-faced young looking elder right so they obviously was affected mm-hmm. by onkali
0: there's a lot of um kind of little hints dropped in that whole section there right we, we get a lot of insight into the society from which they came Yes. Uh, from just the this kind of very brief uh, little bit of dialogue, it's, it's very effective at uh, sort of uh, to build up to the doing. It does like a lot of exposition work very efficiently, mm-hmm. right? It, it tells us that you know we've got these other characters, we've got someone who's uh, you know, unaffected by this. It tells us that you know, uh, these two can are, are fertile, that they can have kids. Um, probably that they're like condition maybe related to that fertility given that the other people yeah uh, have more smooth faces there's a yeah and then you know the society they've got kind of elders and there's this like arranged marriage thing where they're going to be set up to to breed more humans it's yeah a yeah, whole bunch packed in there
1: yeah so as richard said the most important part of the conversation was the fact that they're in their village they could make children they were fertile so this is the most mind-blowing situation. There's the small build-up they said about, like the smooth-facing, you know, looking face um, of an elder, and then suddenly the fact that you know they, they can make children, a human that can make children without non-cali an interference, um, and it seems that there were humans basically hiding in the mountains. Obviously, where else? That were capable of having children. That made Jodas almost come out to them. They were young, and it could mate with them. There was a human tribe creating life. It took all of its willpower not to get up and join them. Jodas needed to play it right before it could take the next step. If it took the wrong one, the human the humans would be discovered. They would be either uh, allowed to go to Mars or stay with Don Kali, but not stay on Earth. The humans were told the choices, but you know, they were not told mm-hmm. why. And mm-hmm. Jodas needed to tell them...
0: They're still withholding that information about what's going to happen to the Earth, right? The the whole stripping, the long-term thing. Yeah, it's the you know you can't stay on Earth because there will be no more habitable Earth by the time we're done with it, and it's it's interesting that they're still withholding that information.
1: I mean, by the time you you know the Mars is there, so like just Mm. I feel the reason why they don't say it is because more humans that like the aggressive humans mm. would go want to leave right or it will be either they want to leave or they would fight even more aggressively and if they wanted to mm. leave and obviously Don Kali want the humans to outbreed the, the, the whole hierarchy thing mixed with intelligence they want them to be more of like yeah we are intelligent but no like less of the you know infighting type of thing
0: hmm. Although they, I, I got the impression that they weren't very helpful for that whole yeah. uh, angle but yeah m- maybe they think that more of the resistors would um stay on earth if they made that Information public, uh, and not go off to Mars to breathe because uh, they think that maybe they, they can eventually return to Earth and reclaim it. Yeah. But if it's going to be stripped clear, then there's no long term prospect. But true. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's that's I, You're mm. right that it's there's a lot of thinking here that you know things could go many different ways, right? So.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's another little bit of strategic withholding of information from the Orancali that yeah uh, yeah makes it difficult to trust them
1: <laughs> yeah so Jesusa seemed to really care about her people whereas thomas seemed to want to die <laughs> i'm sorry for the sentence but basically that was that was what uh, you know the book said is just like she yeah, pretty much she really was you know she wanted to go back and you know cuz she really cared about thomas was like i just want to be gone done with this existence
0: no, so the, the. I mean, I think it, 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 he would, he's okay with the prospect of being healed, but he's not particularly keen on the prospect of of going back to and suffer. Uh, yeah, to to suffer and to make kids who will probably also have his condition. genetic condition yeah. and yeah, uh, which yeah, well, I, I can kind of see that.
1: Yeah. So Judas mm-hmm. knew that they wouldn't mate with him without knowing what they needed to choose. Uh, the chapter ends basically with jealous pondering how to approach it and explain everything and that's it, that's the chapter 6
0: mm-hmm. yeah, so a bit of uh, a bit of setup here for uh, um, the the next section probably, like we've got some some new characters, uh, we've got some some new uh, information about yeah. what's going on with uh, this little enclave of humans who've got I some, mean, honestly, some people who can reproduce, that
1: that blew my mind the fact that no, there were some humans that managed to hide away in a village, um, like it made a sort of like a village somewhere high in the mountains that the Onkal mm. even are not aware of.
0: Yeah, I suppose it, it must show that they're not necessarily uh paying hugely close attention to every little detail. Of it I mean, you would think to, they
1: would, yeah. like, uh, you'd think that mm. they were when they were like for 200 something years on earth, like cleaning up the re- radiation and stuff like that, mm. they would like hoard up all the humans, but it seems that, you know, humans as they are. Uh mountains are best friend, you know, hide places. So I mean that's where you know mm. why governments build bunkers there. Because I mean honestly if you wanna hide anything or anyone, it's that's place to go.
0: The the uncle they do seem a little bit prone to overconfidence, right there. Yes. They're... That's uh I think perhaps one of their their weaknesses uh, in some regards so it's usually fairly warranted, right, because they're normally in a position of you know considerable power and authority, so their their confidence is is usually met with success, but occasionally they manage to miss something. Yeah. Um, I think that, that may be a bit of a, uh, a um a weakness of theirs and uh, having some humans who happen to have mutations that permitted them to evade the uh, the fertility. Um, Engineering stuff that they did.
1: uh, It's it's interesting because it it seems like an oversight, something that they expected. Yeah, it's an oversight in this like that they didn't think that there could be a mutation. I guess, Mm. I guess the tumor growth in their bodies is Mm -hmm. probably related to some radiation exposure. And I feel Mm -hmm. like maybe that random random radiation affected the genome somehow. That it allowed to break the you know that fertility block.
0: Hmm. I mean, I'd assume whatever fertility block they put in place has a couple of levels of redundancy. Um, You'd think that, so but it,
1: if the humans managed to, if the you know there are humans that can uh, make children, then that means that mm-hmm. whatever it was, they did not do good enough job.
0: Exactly, but yes, yeah, so I suppose this is one of those kind of uh, you know uh, black swan events where they happen to get a couple of mutations that circumvented. You know, a couple of different things yeah. that that the Owen Carly put in place maybe is the, uh, you know, it's a low probability outlier that uh, just happened to uh, be successful. Just happened to, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, which is uh, pretty common in biology, right? Because this, yeah, <laughs> it it's it's very is, small. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on, right? Yeah. So <laughs> uh, there's there's. Uh, Usually, uh, you know, very low probability events happen eventually somewhere because there are so many cells and so many molecules and so on. So it, the like, the, 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 there's enough tries that very low probability stuff actually happens pretty regularly because it's happening a lot.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> Although with the whole probability and statistics, you know, like always be careful because you can interpret it in a really wrong way. Um, I heard recently a pretty funny joke because um, it's pretty an old sketch but a man basically was talking about um, you know for, there is at the time he was saying seven billion people on uh, so it's pretty much like you know a few years ago a sketch basically said one of bit of one in a bit billion is people of the planet are Chinese. Uh, so he says like oh so then statistically one in five children are Chinese right So that means that if you have four children, The fifth one you will have is Chinese. (laughs) Statistically (laughs) quite work like that.
0: (laughs) Statistically though.
1: So you have to be careful with that stuff. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Um let's go to chapter seven prediction. I guess. Sure. So, you know, I'm still mind blown at the situation that like, you know, fertile humans went went undetected from Nonkali. So and that's a piece of a pie that Jodas won't be able to pass on. And there's a whole pi- tribe of full of, you know, fertile pies for, for Jodas to, uh, to, to, to pick on. So I feel like this is... The next chapter is going to be that Jodas will actually just come out and be like, Guys, I'm sorry, but this is a serious situation. We need to have a talk. And mm. <laughs> which obviously is going to go well. But... Um, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like um, this is... This is a lifetime opportunity for jodas as well as for the humans right because for jodas it will be like mm. there's young people who have not been genetically modified who will die of normal with aging like you no know, age of 80 70
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah actually that's that's the thing we didn't really um uh revisit was the whole uh, like uh, them seeming to have a very elevated metabolic rate yeah. to um to jodas's initial perceptions but that was just the normal human, basically yes, uh, baseline prior to the alancali having intervened, um, which is uh, I mean, not in. I mean, there's 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 some uh, truth to that, right? You know, the mice and uh, and everything else. You know, they have like a, a higher metabolic rate mm-hmm. that does sort of scale with with size. Um, uh, but yeah, the the sort of um, faster and slower metabolism being all there is to um, lifespan is not entirely the case so there's a bit more to it than that yeah. but they're definitely related yeah,
1: yeah. but yeah I, I just thought that the next chapter is going to be Jodas will not be able to um, stop itself and it will have to um, speak to those to that couple and explain the whole situation mm-hmm. then you know I don't know what's going to happen next but I wish all yes, my yeah, I give a, I Call you know I cross my fingers mm-hmm. for Jodas right.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're, we're rooting for our protagonists, yes. despite <laughs> some questionable behavior. Uh, very <laughs> questionable
1: behavior, yes. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: I I just bet at the moment like because it's uh, Jodas following them, it's like already like changing its body to be probably more like them.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, that's. <laughs> And there uh, they are going to be like, oh,
1: mm. Who are you?" Yeah, it's me, Jodas. Don't you recognize me? Like and they'd be like,
0: so, "No, you <laughs> were a giant pangolin yeah, ex- 10 minutes ago."
1: <laughs> <laughs> a day ago you were a yeah, pangolin, like today you're a normal human being. What the hell, man?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the um yes, yeah, so I, I I suspect um there'll be some potentially some disagreement here, right? Between um Jesus and Tomas because the uh it well, I, I don't know. They, they both seem very, I mean, um, di- uh, di- they, they want to protect the settlement and, and their yeah. people, um, but then also not too keen on actually being um, among the settlement and their people, uh, certainly yeah. Tomas anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, um, a bit of a, a conundrum for them, given that they've now been discovered uh, by the Oankali
1: yeah so I I'm curious because if you know if it goes with Jodas and like let's say jodas takes them to his family and then mm. they'll be like oh 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 and then Nikanshi will be like oh this is good this kind we can't pass this there are humans that are fertile we need to like quickly send them up to the Mars otherwise the other onkali are going to be like give me mm. give me now
0: yeah, that's not going to go over well with the consensus. Yeah.
1: But to be honest, I believe in my boy Nikanj. Although in his flaws, he's still a good man, good Oloy, who uh, protects his family and it, you know, it, it it will do what it needs to be needs to be done. I mean, it is support Lilith so far, so I, I believe in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. So do, do you think it will uh, uh, aid in the kind of concealment of this settlement? I
1: I mean, either concealment or moving... Not concealment, definitely not concealment, because we all know that the planet is going to be stripped naked. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, guys, you have a choice, Mars or planet or, or you know, Onkali. But we I, mm-hmm. we know that you want to stay human, so off you go to Mars, right?
0: Okay, That's so what we think we'll sort of aid in trying to ship this everyone yeah, yeah. out to Mars. Yeah, yeah.
1: and the yeah. other Onkali will going to be like, we, mm-hmm. how dare you, Ree? we wanted humans, we...
0: <laughs> okay then
1: okay then well then on oh, that, oh, that beautiful note uh, yes <laughs> thank you very much everyone from l- for listening we're xenothesis you can find all the places we upload our podcast on xenothesis.com i was michael glinka
0: and i was richard acting bye Goodbye.